Holly G with Guff Insiders. This is the biggest finale of the 2021 season that we could not have imagined, I don't believe, uh, six months ago. Uh, Tiger Woods is going to be teeing it up with Charlie at the PNC Championship in Orlando. And we're going to check in with our favorite golf scribe, Bob Herrig to check out what's happening out there in Orlando. Hey, Bob. Hi, Holly. How are you? Doing great. So I don't think we imagined the year would end on this note. I am also think Tiger Woods probably didn't either, given his condition back in the uh, spring. What's the latest word, and uh, is Tiger there yet? Not yet. It's going to be here Friday morning for a pro-am. Uh, so that actually means three rounds of golf of his that we will see, or at least partial rounds because of the, uh, the format that is, um, uh, a scramble. But, uh, yeah, you know, for a sleepy December tournament, that's, you know, meant to just be a lot of fun for major champions and their family members. This one takes on a little bit added significance because, it's the first time we're going to see Tiger play in a competition in a year since he played in the same event a year ago. And obviously at that time, we had no idea what was in store. Um, we were thinking that he was going to be back playing competitive golf in about six weeks. And as we later learned, he had back surgery three days after this tournament. <laughs> and then we were wondering if he'd be back in time for the Masters. And of course... Everything changed quite dramatically and drastically with this car crash. So um, I don't think anybody could have really envisioned that within a year he would be in this position, even even in a limited capacity like this, to be playing on national TV for the world to see. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, well, we never put anything back past Tiger Woods, uh, right? And so what is the condition of the game, uh, you know, we, we saw some shots from the Hero Championship in the Bahamas, um, you know, as he's been, obviously he must be practicing at home, uh, he doesn't have to walk at this tournament, which will be, you know, certainly a huge, huge uh, benefit, but uh, any any um, idea of how, what kind of shape the game's in? Well, Mike Thomas, Justin Thomas's dad, and they're the defending champs of this event said he played with them a few days ago and was surprised really like how well he's doing um you know he said he was hitting a lot of flush irons iron shots he he thought his speed was pretty good and his distance was decent given where he's been but i mean i think that's the key you know i think everything is relative um my guess is tiger isn't hitting 300 yard drives and he's playing out of a golf cart. And I think there's a long, um, you know, stretch from hitting shots on the range or, uh, you know, uh, in practice, uh, even in this format, than to playing in a tour event. I think that is going to be the big, um, you know, the big uh, question that we're all going to have. Like, how long will that take? And, you know, I, I happen to think that it, it's going to take a while. You know, it, it, there's just so much more to competitive golf than, than hitting the shots 
and just walking. I mean, it's the combination of both. And even when you're in the best of condition, walking 18 holes is tiring, you know, and it takes something out of you. Well, it's certainly going to take something out of a guy who has been through, a tiger's been through, not to mention the physical toll on his right leg and foot. So, you know, these are all things he's got to overcome. My guess is he's got to strengthen his, his foot, his leg. He's got to get used to walking. Then he's got to get used to standing around for five hours. hitting. I mean, it's, you know, you, you start adding all that up. That's not going to happen in a couple of months, I don't think. You know, I just think we're looking at we're looking at some time before before that makes sense. Well, Charlie is 12 years old, and uh, certainly, if we remember the highlights from last year, were these clips of like father, like son, and just how alike <laughs> the the Woods father son duo are from their swings to their mannerisms. And apparently they showed, the PGA Tour showed Tiger a clip of this down in the Bahamas, and it was so special to watch his reactions. Yeah, he got a big kick out of it, and understandably so. I mean, you know, to watch the way Charlie stood, the way he would twirl the club, the way he picks up the tee, the way he walked in a putt, the way he fisted pumped or, you know, you know, after making a putt. I mean, it's just, it's like the mini version of Tiger. It's uncanny. It really is. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's great. You know, it's really, really cool. And so, uh, uh, yeah, and, you know, for, I, I, for Tiger to actually see it in that setting, he got a kick out of it. Even the thing about rubbing his nose due to the allergies. Oh, my God. It's, it's classic. Yeah, yeah, it was really neat. So, um, good, uh, Good, good, good for Tiger for doing that, and it was a neat idea on their part to put that together. Well, the PGA Tour tweeted out 77 million views. Make it 77 million and one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, pretty um, wild. Yeah. But it was, you know, again, one of these moments to see, you know, to just see a special side of, side of Tiger, which, you know, was this beaming, ear-to-ear, grinning dad, you know, um, just watching his son and seeing, you know, all the different aspects of mini-me-isms. Right, <laughs> you know, just me. It, it, you know, he talked even about his timing, <clears throat> his twirls, and picking up the tee off. I mean, and they did these side-by-side images, Bob, and it's, it's amazing. It really is, and uh, you know, hey, listen, he he's learning from his dad, and 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 that's who he's played a majority of his golf with, and I think that's kind of cool, you know. I think it's kind of neat, and I uh, I uh, it's funny, you know, the focus has come off of Charlie this year a little bit after last year, and I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, it's it's just a little it's a little uncomfortable to the extent that we were talking about him. It's just inevitable, obviously, but, you know. Last year, you mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and he's, I don't think he is the golfer that Tiger was at that age, and that's not fair, right? Right. I mean, to even compare, but, I mean, oh, you know, there was people talking about this. You know, he's got a lot of growing to do, you know, um, 
I'm not sure anybody should be talking about him in, the, in that vein yet. Um, but if a dad and his son can have a good time playing the game, and look, I think that's what a lot of this was about for Tiger. You know, can I have a yeah, quality my, life again? That was my question was, you know, what, what do you think is the motivation here for Tiger? Uh, to, to have, to be, you know, sort of give it a soft run, if you will? You know, I think um, if this event wasn't now, we wouldn't see him. I think it's all about Charlie. I think it's given Charlie another memory. It's knowing that he can do this and without a lot of stress on his body. Um, he doesn't have to hit all the shots. Um, obviously, I don't think he would have done this if he didn't feel comfortable with where he's at. But he wouldn't have done this like, you know, like if it were a scramble with somebody else that was two days. I can't imagine that. And so I think this is all about, you know, having a memory with his son and maybe giving himself a goal to be try to, you know, to try to be ready for this and, and maybe Charlie tugging at his sleeves, you know, begging him to do it. So it'll be interesting if Tiger talks about that. Hey, you know, was he the impetus or, did, you know, was Charlie really trying to get you to do this? Or, you know, like, see if he talks about any of that stuff. Yeah. Speaking of stuff, they said that Tiger may be um, switching to a new driver. Uh, any, uh, any scoop on that? Yeah, I, I've seen that too. I don't know. I saw what Tiger tweeted about using a prototype golf ball from Bridgestone. And so, look, don't let's not discount those aspects either. Um, you know, Tiger gets paid a lot of money by his endorsers, and he's not been on the scene for almost a year. And just by showing up, he's going to give all those folks a big boost, you know. Absolutely. He puts that out there on Twitter that he's hitting a Bridgestone prototype ball. He might be putting a different tailor-made driver in the back. Um, you know, he's given some love to a sponsor who has the, you know, the swing speed device. It's, it's not TrackMan, but but that's that is um that you know that's that's a similar type of uh, of um, of uh, apparatus, you know, yeah. device that you know he's so like I you know part of me thinks that some of it is about that. You know, like just, you know, trying to help these people out, too. I mean, he's not going to do it if he can't, but that's an added benefit. Well, it's uh, one great-looking champion's belt, I guess, that that they are presented. Um, Is that uh, that the grand prize, Bob? I believe it is in keeping with... The tradition that's, that that goes way back to the first opens before there was a claret jug, and the winners were given a belt and of the open. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe it was young Tom Morris. It says the Willie, Willie Park Trophy. Right, I think Willie Park was the first winner of the open in 1860. And then the belt became the prize, like maybe the next year. And there was a there was a thing where I believe somebody won it two or three years in a row, so they retired it. And they had a year where they didn't give away a prize, and then the claret jug came on board after that. Uh-huh. So you can't hold me to that those exact specifics, but that's that's kind of where that <laughs> that stems from. Well, it's a good looking belt. I I think it. Yeah. Uh, I think it. 
it's um, a little more attractive than perhaps some of the uh, wrestling belts um, that, we, yeah. that we've seen and boxing belts. I'm wondering what they do if uh, if someone like Annika or Nelly wins this thing. Is there a ladies' belt? I haven't heard that. Maybe there should be. <laughs> um, uh, I, that's that. Maybe that's a, a question you can ask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, and again, a, a little you know, shout out to PNC, um, you know, as the sponsor of this event because uh, you know it's it's just turned into something really special. I remember uh, when I got to play in my first mother daughter tournament, Bob, and mm-hmm. it was really uh, and and we won, and it was it was just you know so much fun. Um, you know, it, it, those are always great tournaments. Absolutely. I think, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a really neat idea that they had to do this. And it's even better that they've expanded it. Because remember, it used to be called the father-son. That's right. So, and like Fuzzy Zeller was the one who broke the mold first. He played with his daughter. And then it became, well, hey, you could play with a, a parent. You know, like, you know, Justin Thomas is playing with his dad. He doesn't have any kids. Right. I love so it. So it, yep. it, became, it became that, which opened it up to younger players. It used to just be for the older guys because they were the ones who were old with enough kids. to have kids yeah. who could play golf. So, you know, it's evolved. I mean, Jack used to play with a bunch of his kids and then his grandkids. And, right. you know, Ar- Arnold played with, with Sam, his grandson. And, you know, Lee Trevino's back this year. Uh, Gary Player Gary has played Player. many times. Who is he playing you know, with? Is he playing? I, yeah, you, I can't, you know, I'm not sure Gary's in the tournament. No, no, Gary is in He's the tournament. He's playing with Jordan. I guess that, is that a grandson? Yeah, grandson. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, that's right. Um, well, yeah, yeah I, clearly it used to sort of be an extension of the Champions Tour, but um, they've got they've got a nice mix now uh, and, um, you know, really, uh, really fun. Uh, and yep. we, you know, we have to talk about John Daly uh, looking more like Santa Claus every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With that beard, all he needs is the hat. Um, <clears throat> but uh, little John, uh, what's his golf game status these days? Yeah, I think he's playing college golf. And, okay. Uh, doing okay at it too. I, have, um, I, I don't lost know. Track. I, I, I'm not sure how close he is to, you know, being a pro, but, uh, but uh, you know, uh, there, there appears to be a lot, of, a lot of good things in his game. John Daly, so I, 55 I years old, Bob, 55 right. years old. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, long, uh, long, long road since uh, that, that uh, PGA Championship. No question. I mean, what is it? 30 years was this year, 30-year anniversary from the first one. There are some very key stories that came out of, of 2021, um, maybe most notably Phil winning the PGA Championship. But you know, what, are, uh, what are three of the, maybe not on our immediate radar, stories that you felt were uh, the most significant this year? Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you knock off, you know, kind of the obvious ones like Phil and and probably Hideki winning the Masters and um, you know Morikawa, John Rahm had a great year. I mean, I kind of you know Will Zalatoris, little you know maybe my man little, Will Z. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit off the radar lately, 
But I mean, you know, he got his PJ Tour card with no status. Didn't even wasn't even allowed to play in the playoffs, even though he would have been like 25th in points. You know, um, that's hard. To, it's hard to do. Yeah. You know, he's got a high ranking. You know, he'll be in the Masters again. He really finished second. Um, I, you know, I think that's a that's sort of an underrated story. Um, you know, all of a sudden Xander's win at the Olympics is a little underrated. Mm. You know. Um, and, and the fact that he hasn't won anything but that is a little... I was going to say, as was his year. Yeah, you know, I mean, he... And he didn't win in 2020 either, you know, and that, that's a guy who's a top 10 player, you know. So I think that's, uh, you know, a, a story that's that's a little bit beneath the radar that's pretty big. Um, and, you know, look, going into 2022, I think this rival golf league thing which says to get off the ground fully, I think it's going to continue to be there. It's going to be disruptive in some ways. It's going to be talked about. Um, you know, for the first time in a long, long time, there's a challenge to what's been going on very successfully for a long time. You know, so does that have legs or not? I mean, I think it's – I don't think it's going away given the fact that there's a lot of money um, that, that, that is, you know, backing it. And they've got the ability to withstand and take their time. So um, I think that's another thing that, you know, sort of, you know, maybe not on the top of mind for all the big, for all the golf fans out there, but something to keep an eye on. Any idea when you think we're, we're going to start to hear who's going to commit to some events, and do they have one scheduled yet? No, they've got at least nothing stated. They've which make, leads me to believe that 2022 might be coming and going for them to start. Seems awfully hard to get something going and to be able to play, you know, they want to play whatever, 13, 15, 18, 16 events, whatever it is. I mean, to be able to put together a schedule like that and have it be viable, you can't be starting in July. Right, and you then, know? you know, and working with guys' schedules, I mean. Right. And so, and, and my guess is the reason they've not announced any players is because they don't have enough name ones yet. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. You know, like they they don't want to come out and announce one or two guys. I don't think they'll have any trouble getting 48 if that's the number that they're talking about because the money is going to be so incredible that I would think some guys are going to do it. But you've got to have some marquee people to, to make it work, and, and that's, that's, you know, that's the big question. Are they going to be able to do that? All right, who's your pick? For the PNC Championship. Well, I got to believe that Justin Thomas and his dad are in good shape to, to defend. But who I'd love to see up there is Nellie Corda and her dad, Peter, a former tennis pro, who's apparently a pretty good golfer himself. And uh, obviously a lot of good athletic genes in that family. And uh, it would be really fun to see, uh, to see them up on the leaderboard. Well, it is, and um, there are 20 teams participating um, Friday. Tomorrow is a pro-am. There is some coverage on Golf Channel, and then uh, Saturday and Sunday, it's a a two-day event. Um, You'll be able to watch on uh, NBC. So really going to be fun. Tickets for the tournament are sold out. Sorry. Yes, there are fans, but uh, it's still going to be somewhat limited. But uh, certainly going to get to see a lot of golf with a limited field like this. And it really is um, 
not only entertaining, but great to have uh, have something the weekend before Christmas uh, where we can watch Tiger Woods. That's a Christmas miracle, Bob. No doubt. Absolutely. It's going to be neat, and we'll be back at it again pretty soon. Yes, we will. Well, happy holidays, and um, enjoy the weekend.